Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of The Legends of Next Week. I'm your host, Mary. I'm Eden. I'm Kate. And we'll be joined with a few other guests today, but we wanted to have just a little mini-sode to just celebrate Legends because, sadly, bastards. Sadly, the CW made the choice to get rid of Legends. Terrible choice. We were all sad about it, so we thought we would have a little kumbaya talking about all of the best parts of Legends and why it meant so much to us. And we'll keep going through our season rewatch after this, but we just thought a special mini-sode was important. Kate, go ahead. Yeah. Um, also, um, condolences to fellow podcasts about Batwoman, who also got axed as well. Mm-hmm. We are both in the same boat, and we are both really feeling this one. Also, just FYI, if you are listening to this in public, I hope you have headphones or you are alone, because this episode is going to get a little um, sweary. We are rating this um, MA for... <laughs> It's going to be salty. It's going to be salty. And I think at this time, I will let our guests introduce themselves. I'm going to go. I didn't know who wanted to go first. Okay. Uh, I'm guest number two. I'm going to call myself. I'm Fran. Hi, Fran. Hi, Fran. (laughs) Okay. I'm the other guest. Hello. I'm Abby. Okay. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna just again go through how we all got into legends and where we were when we first started watching i guess i'll say again i had vaguely heard of legends before but i went to go see a movie and you know those terrible tv show trailers they put before the movie starts um for like something on prime that nobody's gonna watch so they try and film something. This might have been for like Force Awakens. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, that's I, apropos. It all comes back to Star Wars here. It really it? does. It does. Always. But one of the big promos was for Legends of Tomorrow. And I thought, hmm, that looks okay. And then I binged the whole thing my first semester in college and haven't looked back. Yeah, I um I was again one of those per- people who started I'm sorry, it was Arrow. When yes, I started with Oliver Queen. I know there's some of us that are like uh, Oliver Queen, which I am also one of them. But I started with <laughs> Arrow and then went to the Flash and then Wentworth Miller came on as Captain Cold and my life has never been the same after that because we all know Captain Wentworth was the best Captain Cold ever in life. So I followed him literally to Legends when I heard that there was going to be a no show. So, yes, that's what happened. Yep. Um, yeah, we're all snips here. So, welcome to, yeah. Um, rounding it up, I also was originally watching Arrow, originally watching The Flash, um, heard about Legends of Tomorrow and decided I was going to start watching. It was also, it also started airing when I was currently in college at the time. So now that I've kind of gone through all that and it's out in the real world, it kind of feels like I'm being pushed off a building after being, after being guided climbing up it. It's just like Kendra. (laughs) It it really is. You are not, you are not wrong. I'm sorry, you're not wrong. Um, so turning over to our guests, um, Fran, since you spoke first, um, go, you want to tell us how you got in Legends? Ah, oh, thanks. Uh, I mean, I did, I am one of the people who did watch Arrow when it was first airing. I cut and run out of that pretty quick. And I watched a lot of The Flash. And I never, I don't think I ever got to Wentworth Miller as Captain Cold. I think like I ducked in and out. And then I was going for a really, really bad time in like my personal life. And then my friend messaged me like, well, Wentworth Miller is really, really funny as Captain Cold. And his best friend, Dominic Purcell plays like 
his friend Heatwave on the show and they're really funny together. Do you want to watch those episodes with me? And so I did and I went, oh, these have cheered me up. And she went, well, you're in luck. They are leads on a whole other weird show about time travel. Come watch that with me. And uh, I have literally not stopped watching this show since then. I have not been able to stop. <laughs> um, I, well, I again also watched Arrow um, back in yonder day, stopped for a while. And my brother gave me the first Legends DVD for Christmas one year. And it sat on my shelf unwatched for about four years because I'm a bad sister. And then lockdown happened and I was like, V, I need something to watch. And she was like, Abby, 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 I've been tolling, telling you for ages, watch this. When I was like, right, well, I've got the DVD, let's start watching it. And I really enjoyed it because time travel, goofy quotes, mad shenanigans, completely utterly fucking up the time time. So, oh, sorry, I did swear. That was me. Sorry. Right. Okay, there we go. We've got our rating. Okay, absolutely fucking up the timeline. And it's just absolutely fantastic. And so I then bought season two season three, season four, season five, and season six. And I watched it all in about two and a half weeks. And then we yeah. now have our uh, third guest here. Yay. We'll let her introduce herself and how she got into Legends. Grace, you want to say yeah. hi? Um, oh, my God. I did not start with Arrow. I started with Supergirl because I was in a post-con depression didn't want to go to uni and sat at home and watched Supergirl instead and then made my way through Arrow and The Flash and I think I started Legends summer 2017 because I'd been to a convention in May um, and seen some other cast there didn't meet them because I hadn't watched Legends yet and I regret that because Maisie was there and Maisie hasn't done a UK con since um, <laughs> and I was between I been at that con. between uni and jobs and i wasn't sure what um yeah as you can tell this has been hard news for each and every one of us and uh we're just not dealing very well with it because um i i'll say this for all of us are queer right all of us are queer in this uh podcast in different ways so um it's hard to lose uh a show with so much representation especially since spooner just came out as ace and we will never see that storyline again thank you cw fuck you well it's fair it's the cw we're allowed yeah i think i'd managed to meet quite a lot of the cast of legends before i'd actually watched any of the show which uh when you accidentally just go to a dc and marvel conventions you just go, all oh, right, you're from that show, that show, that show. I haven't watched that yet. Hi, Matt. Nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> I'm getting an autograph from my friend because she's absolutely obsessed. And then it was like, two years later, I'm like, well, why didn't I get the autograph for myself, you muffin? I'll be exactly back for this one. Because <laughs> um, I, was, I was at that con as well. It was Heroes and Villains Fan Fest yes. 2018 or 2017. Maybe. No, mine, which one. mine was... Um, it was the Ultimates one, um, ah. which was which had sort of the cast of Gotham. I think Jason Momoa was there as well. So, and it was like, and Matt and Amy and Katie, and you know, so there was a whole lot of awesome people there. And I was like, I have no idea who any of you are, but hi, I'm getting your autographs anyway. No idea where they are now. <laughs> No, you know what? You can re-get them. Um, well, so I'm, go I'm going to another convention next uh, week. Obviously, to, to we have quite we have quite a few guests from over the pond here. Uh, so they're going to the Ultimates convention next this weekend, right? This weekend, this weekend yeah. oh, and yeah. hopefully they'll come back with some great information for all of us. We'll talk about maybe like. What did you guys season one? Obviously, we'll start with, but I we all know that season one was kind of the one that you got through. Um, I enjoyed like, that one though. Yeah, I know you did. I like, I, like one. I like season one. I I don't think anyone should ever skip season one. I no, you should. I agree. I agree. Yes, I agree. So many geeky references 
that were in season one that got me hooked because there was like um Star Wars references, Indiana Jones references, kind of thing. Was there a Doctor Who reference? I don't know, maybe. But Probably. there was just Probably. so many. I feel the Doctor Who reference is literally a rip. It's yeah. Arthur Darvall. Yeah, mm-hmm. so rip. There's a long coat like ten. Yeah, so it's basically got dead family. And the wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, muck up everything. So yeah, so it's basically. That series of what it was, it got me to watch the rest of it. Yeah, because if no, that hadn't I, been good, I would not have spent the next two and a half weeks watching, watching the rest. The of rest. It. I have to say, season one, as compared to every other season, is not the best season overall. Because again, they write women terribly in season one. <laughs> terribly, every woman is a Ten cool girl, girl in season love. one. <laughs> every. <laughs> episode of the pod we're like we sierra we're this. sorry we we apologize to sierra constantly because we know that kendra did not get a great storyline in season one at all who's kendra step for a barista who whose vet like boyfriend died and then went with ray <laughs> i don't know at this point i'm interested yeah. to see what kendra's doing in the new comic Yes, yes. That, we got a um, taste of it. Yeah, um, actually, there's a comic coming out in May, uh, May third, I think it is, right? By um, the time this episode drops, yeah, you already it, have it, it in your hands. Like in the stores. Uh, but it does tell you what Kendra and Jax and Ray have been up to. Also, Mick, which we're also hoping some flashbacks for our characters as well. We don't know. Will be interesting. Basically, if you are a retired legend and you're still alive, um, which Martin design Martin Stein absolutely deserved to be, um, I will never forget. We'll uh, you know what? I, I'm just gonna go into that when we get to that season. Honestly, this is this <laughs> is the thing. Okay, I know a lot of fans have been saying the Flash should have re- resolved for the Legends of Tomorrow. I'm gonna tell you. No, we do not want the legend. The, we do not want the Flash people to do Legends of Tomorrow because Mar- they killed off Martin Stein by Nazis. We do not want this. We do not want that at all. And I know Fran will agree because she's just he's sad as much as I do. <laughs> Terrible. There's um, no words to describe how fucking angry I was. I was. Like the minute that like the Nazis were involved and Martin Stein was in the room with them, I was like, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it because they always the fucking do it. The problem was the Legends writer had writers had a great send off for him, a great one, mm-hmm. and they had nothing to do with that crossover, as far as I know. Right? They had nothing to do with it. And the Legend, the Flash writers were the ones who were like, let's do this. And I'm like, who, who in our big why? Why? Let's, let's, why? That last episode of the crossover, which was called, the, which was oh, the God. Legends of Tomorrow episode. I mean, the Legends of Legends only got like middle screen time because we had to watch that happen to Martin. We had wait, to, wait. And then, the and worst then, right, part it was, was and, and it was so so insensitive. To the have worst a, part, the wedding right then and there after. Yes, just like, we <laughs> just buried our friend. Let's have a wedding. Let's have a double wedding while Listen, we're at Pirates it. Pirates of the Caribbean did it right. You had the wedding, and then you kill, and then you kill someone. So let's talk about some of our favorite episodes, just at the top, or at least the favorite moment you have from 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 a true season. Favorite moment. Let's just do favorite. from any season, any season favorite. you want. I watched them all in one go, so I have no clue what season was what. So I'm just going to go and say I really enjoyed the George Lucas episode when they had to go back in time and because my Star Wars geek was just screaming loudly and flailing all over everywhere. We're definitely going to have yeah, you for I that really one for that. as a guest star. Yeah, I totally enjoyed that episode. I would like to... I have a couple favorite moments. I'll probably remember them. I would say one that immediately strikes into mind is... Um, the introduction of John Constantine into the Arrowverse officially through Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, he was on Arrow, but really he was more on Legends. Well, and just kind of the way they brought him in in season three was really great. And how he and how we ended up being Matt Hangrab from season four and season five. And then season, season seven. Six, seven. It was just 
it was so good because I remember finishing the Constantine show around the time that season three was going, and I was furious at the cliffhanger. I was furious. Poor man. We never got Pat, resolution. Poor man at this so point. Good. Yeah, I agree. That was fabulous. I'm going to go with mine as uh, always being Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat for its different. Katie is a good director. I'll say this for her. She is a great director, but like the fact that Matt Ryan literally said to everybody, I kissed Gary because he deserved it. I mean, (laughs) Matt Ryan, thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you from the bottom, our little constant green hearts, because like for how many seasons people were like, Gary's straight. He's straight. He never was with John. I mean, like, seriously, how am I? And that just went for it. said that? Yeah. 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 Who? What people? People who don't like Gary. And that episode also has really good um, Brad yeah, moments. Brad, yeah. Uh, Charlie it has the scooters. Too. Oh, it has yes. that con reference. <laughs> God, it has a great Star Trek reference. Yes. Oh, that's great. I'm, I will submit probably. If I had to like sit down and show, like narrow down what are the best episodes of the whole show, I don't know if I could do it, but here I go again. Yes. It's probably in the top five best episodes of the entire show. You're not wrong. I I love that episode. It's so good. It's funny. Um, It just really shows off what Tal is able to accomplish. And then it was really emotional at parts. It's, It's a great episode. It just is everything the show represents is that episode. I, I will point out this is actually Floor's beginning of one of our friends, uh, beginning of Greenship for her, because Gideon threw Gary into the trash <laughs> compactor as a joke. But we think it was because she was flirting with him. So, well, you know, all good romances start in a trash compactor. It don't really they? does. It really does. I'm going to say potentially the most predictable thing I'm gonna say here I go again is one of my favorites um but another one is and don't expect me to know episode name briefing into one no thoughts head empty I just rewatched the show on a loop but um the episode when Nora Dark is first introduced to us yeah. and that's oh, which um, she does the when Mac she gets or... the off of Dari. yes Return of the Mac yes She's like, thank you for that. She does it with Zari when she's like so much power and you give it away so easily and she flips. I was like, this is her character. Nora not means the world to me. But if she didn't have one and she was just fucking evil, I would have been like, yes. I'm probably gonna guess your favorite episode, was, but what's your favorite episode, Grace? I feel like it's Here I Go. No? Well, everyone has said it and I do love it, <laughs> but I do love the one where they're trapped on the TV. Oh, yes, yes. yes. That's a fabulous one. Well, um, I also love Sense and Sensibility. I, oh, yeah. Yes, and, and you know what would have been so great to see that um, with Barr doing it? Because, like, he was supposed <laughs> to take part of everything Zari did. And I would yeah. just want to see one episode where it was him. Because that would have been fantastic. We were Another of my favorites is which which is the one where Ray makes himself a lightsaber out of a sword when he's a knight. That was Gimlock oh, um, three thousand. And if I could backtrack, a second. so Grace, what about um the the one where we're trapped in TV? What really sold you with that episode? I'm just, I mean, I love it, but I want to know what you, like your take. What sold you on that? I think it's because Zari was trying to solve everything. She was trying to rescue everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I love Zari. <laughs> She's fantastic. Okay, since we're on the subject of favorite characters, and I'll go to Mary next, but we'll go through our favorite characters as well after this. Yes, yeah, so talk about our favorite characters, Uh-oh. and Astra is my favorite character in the whole show. Ever since she showed up, I remember that was like the huge plot twist that, oh my God, Astra's showing up and she's going to be evil. And of course, this is legend, so no villain is ever evil for that long. But I just don't uh, think she just, was evil, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I support it's her. Understood. <laughs> well, she was. She was also being manipulated. If you really think about it, she's just the best, and I loved seeing her grow throughout the show. And I, I mean, other favorite episodes, obviously, um, Satanist Apprentice, the animated one. It's just so good. It is good. Such a good I just one. think 
her as a character. I kind of posted this when we were doing that renew legends hashtag about I was a young adult starting on their own once that season kind of rolled around. And so to have her kind of going through the same thing, I don't know, it just connected with me and she is my favorite throughout the whole show. Yeah, I'm going to be predictable here because everybody knows this by now. Um, Gary, obviously. Um, Again, I was that awkward, bullied child in high school that never felt uh, part of anything as an adult either. It was like until Legends, I was like, always like, you're you're so weird. My brother's name was for me was literally unique, nice, unique space geek. So, um. Yeah, I didn't have many friends, so, and I was always, I'm very socially awkward, so, uh, yeah, from the moment he came on the screen, it was kind of, entered. it was like connection instantly, I know everybody didn't like him right away, but I did, I was like, that's it, and then as I went on, and on, um, I spoke, obviously, to Adam through a couple of uh, virtual cons, that it was like, he's just such a nice dude that you're like are there he is gary literally so it's like this is my favorite character to no end and i'm just so glad that even though the series is over he found happiness with gideon so i'm i'm kind of happy about that apart from his evil nipple we are not speaking <laughs> about this ever <laughs> we don't talk about right? the nipple I yelled at Matt Ryan about the nipple at a convention. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say? Um, Basically, I went up to the front and like at first, the thing I had to say was like, someone asked like, oh, what theater show would you guys be in if you could? And I went up and went, oh, I think you guys should be in Dr. Faustus and like Matt should play Faustus and Amy should play Mephistopheles. And it was like this really like articulate literature answer. And then I went, so anyway, on with my question, uh, Matt, what's going on with John and Gary? The whole room began screaming. Um, and then Matt gave like the sincere answer of, oh, I think I think John would really hurt Gary. I don't think he's good for Gary. Oh. Gary's too sweet. Oh. And then he went, besides, like Gary's missing a nipple. And I went, actually, he's got three now, Matt. <laughs> no excuse. And Matt just <laughs> looked at me with like just pure like horror on his face. And then when I met him at the auto, he was like, oh, it's you. I was like, it's me. Oh. Quick side note, but have you seen Arthur Darvel as Mephistopheles in Faust? No, I haven't. You can find some clips on YouTube. It's very fun. He has little little boots on. I find it funny. (laughs) Abby, do you have a favorite character? You love everybody. I feel like you're like... (laughs) The geek inside me connected to Ray really quite quickly because we always had the, the quippy little geeky things happening kind of thing and then Gary popped up and I was like love him as well and then Gwyn popped up and I was like love him as well kind of thing I feel like you don't have one you're like I just love everybody equally which is fair I can't I'm done Um, I have a lot of characters (laughs) I love love I have a lot of characters I love very dearly like Ray Palmer with his like endlessly positive attitude I loved Nate Haywood like the minute I met him John Constantine yes. has always been a firm favorite because I loved his show and I was her. But but my number one is, is she's it's Nora Dark. Um her she was just so great. Courtney Ford plays evil like a fiddle. She's she just really too, does. And then she that does. redemption arc with the redemption arc was just so special. Like I've never seen any carried out that. And like to see her have that realization that like her family was actually really complicated and love the happy childhood way having that complicating them have that complicated relationship with Damien and all of that was just so special and just yeah Courtney Ford wore it like the fairy godmother gown the entire time and I'm just in love with Nora Dark I think she's she's my favorite she's so special sweet yeah that's so sweet Kate I think I know who your favorite character is Okay, um, okay, so listen, um, <laughs> I will do my favorite major character. No, because... do your favorite character. We know you love Lily. You're allowed to say it. <laughs> okay, 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 yeah. so, okay, um, yes, 
Um, I do love Lily Stein very much. She was a character who I don't know. I found a very strong connection with um, due to the um, actually kind of so kind of um, um, just her backstory, her backstory, her setting, her place, and everything. But also, um, I mean, I love Leonard. I love um, Gary. Um, but I would say the character I probably like. I really truly fell in love with that kind of changed everything for me was Amaya Jiwei. And I say this because um, when I was watching her, I mean, she's young, she's she's far away from home and she is kind of, and her story has already been written. Her story's already been written. She has these expectations that are placed upon her for that. And, you know, she's used to doing good. She's used to doing the right thing following the rules. And I resonate with that so much as a person, but also there was that rebelliousness that um, she fights in the beginning, I feel. She's not used to having that freedom and that rebelliousness, which I also have kind of spent some time fighting in certain aspects. And just seeing herself able to kind of, yes, I can accept my destiny, but I still get to be myself kind of I feel she called she called she did everything on her own terms really she yeah she's one of my favorite too even even though she had to leave Nate she agreed to go back she did it on her own terms she loves her fan she loves she's doing it for the people she loves I just overall love and adore her and also Maisie's really hot well, pirate, true. Pirate yeah, Amaya. Oh my God! I mean, I will talk nonstop about pirate Amaya. I'll go more so into Lily Simon's <laughs> episode about her, but Amaya yes. is my favorite major character. I will say. I think everyone knows it's sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not make me choose between one point and two point I cannot do it. Okay, no, I cannot do it. <laughs> what about robot? Sorry. Yeah, she has a special place in my heart as well. <laughs> You should not ask that. That's like Sophie's choice. Which one do you, you can't no. do not don't, don't make her. She loves Zari every like what, uh, what, what about Zari? Yeah, what drew you to Zari? That that's a good question. I think it was it's probably because I met Tala and Tala was so fucking lovely. And then I rewatched the legends and I was like, yeah, no, sorry. Just sorry. I love that's Zari. fair. I met Tala too. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's definitely a sweet. Which I guess we'll go over to Mary. Yes, Mary. <laughs> I'm sorry. We might I I fully agree in everything about Zari, but I now also have to mention Baron. Yeah. Um, yes, um mm, yes. yes. We all know he's V's favorite, but um honestly for Cheyenne to come at the end of season five and automatically season four be yeah, automatically be a part of the cast and feel like he always been part of the cast that is a lot to ask for and Cheyenne did it I yeah 100 which I guess we could segue into which cast members we have met um virtually and live <laughs> um I'll start guess, it off yeah it's zero I uh, one day oh, you will one day I, you will. I I'm I'm I unfortunately live in a very um Come over I, to Dragon Con. There's, there's, there's not a lot of great stuff that comes. Um, Come down to Georgia with me. Just saying. Yeah, Kate, I've got a spare Dragon Con ticket if you want it, because I don't think I'll be able to make it over to America. So I will gift you that if you can get yourself to where. Uh, yeah, Eden's I have house. a hotel room. Yeah, All you had to do is the hotel. But moving on, if you will actually have interesting stuff to say, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um. I'll, I guess I'll start, but one of the stories is actually 100% not mine. So it was Dragon Con and Matt Ryan was there. Um, I had back surgery at the time. I couldn't go to Dragon Con and literally every single Legends of Tomorrow cast was there. Um, I had my friend. I had two friends who were going to give the first doll to a cast member I have ever given to somebody. And Morgan had this doll. So she had the John Constantine doll. She said, I'm going to give it to him. She gave it to him. She came back to me with the story of Eden. He tried to undress the whole thing and find out if he was anatomically correct. (laughs) And um, it's not for story fact. It is not. 
anatomically correct, but honestly, that is my favorite Master Brian story ever. I've only met him virtually. My my other one was I got two Matt Ryans during virtual cons. One was a very sweet Matt Ryan, and the other one was the very drunk Matt Ryan. And I have to say, drunk Matt Ryan is so much fun. He is so much damn fun. Because, like, he will start singing to you out of nowhere. He'll just say such lovely things, but he'll be drunk doing it. It's my favorite. Obviously, I've spoken to Adam virtually, and he's always he's always the sweetest one to talk to. He's like, as I said, he is Gary through and through. Maybe not the awkward part, but he's just that ball of sunshine constantly. Uh, met uh, Cheyenne. He's also a very sweet and mellow guy. I met Maisie also for virtual. She's a sweetheart. I met Tala both online and in person. Very sweet. And then Jess. Jess, who thought I was angry at her because I didn't make the Ava doll another one. So <laughs> I went to give that lesbian flag Ava and make sure she got it because she's like are you mad at me no Jess I'm never mad at you ever yeah I can go next I've just met a few like I said I I talked to Cheyenne over one of the virtual cons he's very sweet he asked specifically how to pronounce Bear Astra because he wanted to know how to say it for the memes he was reposting which is not very sweet um very sweet and then I remember I met Adam at one of the dragon uh, um, that was no, not Dragon. It was Con, Wizard, wasn't it? Wizard, Wizarding World. Yeah, I just remember because like, oh, how are you? And he picked up this dog that he was fostering. He's like, I have a dog, and so it's the same <laughs> dog did. that he's posted yeah. on Instagram. Since, Spoiler: so. He adopted that dog like I thought he would. <laughs> uh, he's. They're all just. Those are the only two I've met, and they're both. Oh, just I forgot really I met guys. Victor too, who is Victor's also a big sweetheart who love, 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 loves Broadway. And if you talk to him about Broadway, he will talk to you forever. And I met Brandon, <laughs> who's also very sweet. Abby met somebody, right? I've met Brandon ages ago. I thought, oh, how did I forget that? Oh, my goodness. I met Brandon Routh. He's lovely, he's very tall. <laughs> It, it was just after Superman Returns came out, so it was like Oh my god, that's a while ago. That's a yeah. long time ago. Wow. A long time ago. So yeah, so it was literally, whenever that came out, it was the year after. And so that's when I met him. And at various other conventions, I've met quite a lot of the other cast, but I haven't met them since I've actually watched Legends. Because I, would, I was at a convention for something else. I think it was... Um, it was kind of a DC Marvel convention kind of thing. So there was sort of people from Gotham and Supergirl and Agents, Agent Carter and stuff like that. And so I think Matt Ryan was there. I think Katie was there. I think Amy was there. But I was basically getting autographs for my friends instead of for me. So I was like, Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to a convention next week. So I'll meet a few of them. To, uh, so I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. And I'll try not to cry at them for it being cancelled. I, I think I think they're going to be cried on a lot this weekend. Yeah. 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 By me and V. Oh, me. Um, <laughs> I've met, like, quite a lot of the cast over the years. Like, I've met, like, Miss Dior for that play. She signed my, um, I had a custom Amaya, pirate Amaya duo I made. She signed it for me and was really cute. And my story with her is just when it announced she was coming back as a new character I don't think we even had the name yet and I went so what can you tell us about this new character and she went oh I can't really tell you anything and I went are they gay and she went mm. and I'm like I met her at an online con and I was like oh that was me that asked if like Charlie was going to be gay and she went plant seed because boy did we make them gay and I was like yeah. <laughs> like I've met Brandon a ton of times now and he's always so so sweet he's always like very he's very huggy which is really cute um but I have to lean up because he's six two I'm five two so I like have to really like like a like a toddler reaching up for a for an adult but he's super sweet um I've met Matt I've harassed Matt but um I also have been designated as Nick Zeno's cyber bully um because <laughs> 
because <laughs> we don't know why. Because we're like, Fran is the nicest person ever. So go. <laughs> but basically, Nick has. You all know how Nick Zeno could never get the episode he's promoting right. Like yeah. he always promoted either a week ahead or a week behind. Exactly. I never knew. Never gonna get that again. <laughs> we had um me and my friend Jack let's have like a Nick Zeno appreciation day because I think it was his birthday so we were like let's have like an appreciation day for him and then he promoted the episode the next day and so I tweeted him with like oh man we had a whole appreciation day for you but none of us said how much we appreciate how hard you try are you failing <laughs> to which point he replied with dude this is teetering on cyberbullying." <laughs> To which point I was like, I'll take the role. And then I met him at an online con and he was like, oh, you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, me. And then my friend Emily met him and I brought Emily's chat for her. And uh, she said, oh, like your cyberly brought this chat for me. And he went, it's nice to know someone as monstrous as Fran can do nice things occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my name. And I've got to see this man in like five days. He's going to take one look at our table and face. walk away. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, no, I'm not dealing with him. And walk away. <laughs> he, he knows Fran. He loves her. Come on. <laughs> no... That's the best story ever. <laughs> Straight away from that table. He's not going to want to meet me. Maybe I'll wear, like, I've got a mask of his face. Like, in, like, <laughs> I don't think that's going to help. I think maybe, I might just maybe, wear that. Maybe and you can get Jess to make you a, like, send her Brandon Ruth uh, mask <laughs> so she thinks you're somebody else. I don't know. Maybe. I was at the one convention I've ever been at with Jess. It was the London one where um, Jess and Tala <laughs> were there. And we were all in line, Jess and Tala's duos, and me and my friend Nadine were standing together. Bear in mind, I'd only just met Jess like two hours prior. And then I looked up into the crowd, like just absentmindedly, and just saw the mask staring back at me. And <laughs> that jump gravity. Oh, that is amazing. There's a test photo that Jess and Tala did for their duos to make sure like all the lighting was fine. And you can see they're, they're absolutely terrified. And I kid you not, they're staring at Jess because Jess was sat and stood next to me waiting for the duo. And then Jess had the mask on and they were just staring at Jess with her mask. So they were terrified. Oh, God, yeah. I've met, I, yeah, like Fran, I've met quite a few. Um, so pre-COVID, I met Brandon, Katie, Fran, Jess and Tala. And then with all the virtual ones, I've managed to meet Nick, Courtney, Maisie, and Victor as well. And Adam and Amy. I'm sad I, I couldn't do the Amy one because I was going somewhere. So I'm bummed I didn't get I to meet Amy. I only stayed for two minutes and she talked to me for six. It was adorable. Okay, I will pre-note this. Um, every time they do a con, and I, I don't think I've ever gotten two minutes. I've always, always, always got yeah. more than two minutes. Like this cast, yeah. and I will put this cast loves their fans to no end. And this is why our hearts break also, not just for us, but for them, because yeah. they're just such a lovely cast, and lovely and people. Yeah. And they just treat you like you're the celebrity. I told you, like, I went, did the last Jess one, and she's like, screaming that it's me and i'm like um i'm not famous you are <laughs> hello big beautiful balls. i know but like i'm not on tv that's what i mean it's like <laughs> i i'm sure grace gets this too where it's like oh my god it's you <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> scream at me they're like what have you created now <laughs> Um, we, we haven't actually spoken enough and I think we need to go into this segment of, um, uh, even though we've never met her and I wish we could, uh, Lisbeth and how much care she gave to the whole Spooner, um, mm. scene. And I, I just want to spend time on that because again, we lost that rep and, um, it's very important. So let's discuss that one because what Tala and, um, Lisbeth gave us. Um, I don't think I'll ever see it again, to be honest, ever in TV. So, um, have, let's go how everybody felt about that scene. We we know V, and if you're a regular pod listener, V was on for White Nights. 
when the legends sorry i just got emotional again uh when the legends team tweeted out like out of context spoilers for this episode and there was a like the a symbol and v was the only one that said oh it's always gonna be asexual and she said that as a joke we were like oh they totally mean like world war one flying ace or like ace up your sleeve and no it was just an actual coming out scene and apart from that i think the only ace rep that i was familiar with was todd in bojack horseman which is not a really which was really great to me at the time but i don't know just when spooner came out we have a tradition as we'd all zoom after the episode and just all of us crying it wasn't a spectacle that she came out it just felt natural that's yeah that's exactly what i appreciate um again i will go through this saying i kind of was going through life thinking hey you're bi you're attracted to people (laughs) but through various things i realized yeah this kind of how i feel because i'm like i yes i find people attractive but i don't know the sex part's kind of like so um yeah that scene is very important to people who don't know a lot about asexuality and what it means and it it really caused me to think for really long and uh, mary and kate were there and so is v because i'm like they know everything behind the scenes that I will not go into. And I was like questioning it for like weeks. Right. I was like, I'm confused. And it, it really did help because it thinking and wondering it. And it's a hard subject because like, they'll be like, well, you're not really in the queer spectrum at some point. And I'm like, but you are, you are, and we love you and we welcome you. And this was a great rep. And I wish we could have had more, with uh renewal i remember watching that scene and i actually forgot how to breathe i because i mean at this we've seen we've seen coming out scenes before over and over and like was already said it just it felt so natural and um i don't know why but it let and just like and Zari just reassuring her that like nothing is wrong with you for this. You yeah, are like you're not broken. Find the way you are. Nothing is wrong with you. It just when when you come out to someone, at least I this that's something you don't hear. That's something you don't see in media. That's something that I never that I didn't hear is that. No one said there's nothing wrong with you because coming out is scary. It's so scary, especially when you're not totally 100% sure on your late on if you on how you want to label yourself or if you want to label yourself. And just seeing that and just seeing that Zari was there and reassuring her that you're okay as you are. Nothing is wrong with you. You're not broken. You don't need. You don't need any. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to like sex. You're fine as you are. And I summer, I just burst into tears after I remembered how to breathe again. Yeah, I remember that. You were like crying for good. Yeah. It, it really, I could tell it meant a lot. Also, the scene that also broke me was um, when Ava and Gwyn were talking and Ava was like, oh, love God, is love yes. is love. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, I know also, because uh, we're yeah. going to like this, I know the Spooner scene also meant a lot to Grace, too. So, you, know, you want to discuss that? And Yeah, I wanted to watch the episode live, but I couldn't. I had a headache, and headache woke me up at 5 a.m. my time. So the episode had aired, and I checked Twitter and everything, and I was like, hang on. They've, Spooner's ace. They've, no, no, no way they've done this. Um so I, I found a clip and I watched the clip and I was sobbing. I was completely sobbing. Um, and I DM Tala, like, you've no idea what this means to me. Thank you so much. It's been years. I've never seen asexual representation. And then um, I cried myself to sleep and I woke up again at a more reasonable hour. And Tala just messaged me like, thanks for sharing this. It means so much. And I was sobbing again because yeah. I'd never seen it. If it- yeah, but I had to go back to the Gwyn scene too. That that did mean a lot too. And I was really hoping 
that we would get the Alan thing. And I, that is the actor I feel the worst for because he literally did two episodes. They probably promised him there will be an eighth season and you're going to be in it. And literally he got eight, like two episodes. Poor guy. I want to live. The, I, I want to feel that they live happily ever after. Yeah, but I would like to. Like... Too. Uh, Fran, Abby, your thoughts on that scene? She's love like, is love is love. Or the or the ace one. Oh my god. Oh, 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 She's like that. Yeah. Okay, that noise is me hyperventilating. <laughs> that was my thoughts. <laughs> it was like ah. let's just Great talk episodes. season seven in general, because it's it was right. overall the best season for me. But, I actually yeah. would like to say something kind of like just breaching off that point about Spooner is that legends has always like yes absolutely that scene but legends has always been a show that um it makes you feel accepted or understand acceptance it really is for the people who um who don't feel like they fit in i feel and i don't know if i can see for everyone class podcast <laughs> ever the class sorry uh ever right now is it just it doesn't matter what like no matter where you are in all the characters in a way they were outcasts nate he was an outcast no one believed him people thought he was he also had um, he was a random crazy guy who ran all over Queen's office um he was also a hemophiliac amaya Amaya, she she had just come to america sorry she was living in a future on the run being persecuted for who she was, Ava and Gary. Literally, they were t- they were from the Time Bureau. Ava had to, Ava learned she wasn't she wasn't Amen. what she thought she was. Gary, Gary was Gary was based Gary. I, Gary Gary went through a lot. I mean, he was he had he tried to fit in and he struggled with that. We saw with Berard that he struggled to fit in with his family. Zari. We found out she 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 kind of figured out like, hey, I'm not totally content with who I am. Astra coming in from Astra coming back from hell and having to learn to live as an adult in the real world. Spinner, yeah. who ever who everyone thought was nuts. John, who was he's John, a John. Boy, he was, John was John. For a while, he had a family. Yeah, all that's these true. people were outcasts, and it it really hits on everyone. yeah Nora too. And we have to think about how Nora. Went from a Laura, very yeah. yeah a very abusive Laura, family abusive family yeah she was she she was she was put on a path to do bad she was used her only purpose was essentially being used as a host yeah. and to die as a host and she got a second chance and this show is just it shows it doesn't matter who you are what you've done to a degree there is you will find someone whether it's whether it's a team full of misfits on a wave rider or two other random evil guys who pick you up and promise you world domination. What's especially amazing is how good season seven is when they made that season on crunch time. They had no breathing room and they cranked that season out and it was the best season. Yeah, they had like three seasons, like three months or was it? Or two? I don't even remember. It was a short time between six and seven. Yeah, well, we only had like a month hiatus. Yeah, uh, and you have to think that the cast was tired, tired as heck. COVID was going on; they were being testedly, uh, constantly tested, wearing masks, everything. They like went through probably heck going through this whole thing. And I, again, this has been the best season ever. And so it's I, not. I, sorry, yeah. so it's not just a testament to the amazing actors. Crew, and all the work yeah. they put in but that amazing crew in the writer's room that cares okay but like if we had to choose a favorite uh season seven episode what it would have been and i'll start with you go <laughs> here we go yeah. um yes, sorry oh it's so hard i know because i really enjoy like there was a moment where i was watching it was like every single episode this week has been good I was like back to back to back. I've enjoyed. There hasn't been a subplot that I'm like. I wish we spent less time on this or more time on it. 
But if I had just to pick two mm-hmm. that That's I want to rewatch right now, it's either Speakeasy Does It, which that's uh, just that has my favorite scene. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Speakeasy Does It, or it's lowest common denominator. Yeah, <laughs> I- I'll tell you what the my favorite, and well, probably Mary's too. The favorite uh, um, scene in um, Speakeasy Does It is literally Nate going, "You like women who are more powerful, are <laughs> uh, people more powerful than you, Gary?" And he's like, literally. How did you not know this all this time that I was like a, a sub? Really, <laughs> what we really needed, like, thank you, Gary, for really saying you're bottom submissive. We already this, but okay, thanks, thanks, oh. writers. We appreciate you. We pre- which I, I I still have to last because um eh, one of these girls I talked to on Twitter was like, but G- uh, Gideon's not a dom. I'm like, yes, yeah, she. Is. Listen, if you've seen even season two. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, my favorite episodes are also um I have to say they're also good, but yeah, I do love um lowest common denominator, but I also love um this what was the second to last episode called? I forget Too Legit to Quit. Too Legit to Quit um is really for me where um the Gary and Gideon scenes are like made me cry to no end. I'm actually gonna get um never let your light dim tattooed this month coming up. So yeah, I'm like uh, that scene for me where he goes, You mean everything, you make everything better. And it's just for me, oh just such a sweet, sweet, sweet thing. And I kind of wish we left off on that, except for Gary being thrown out of the airlock. If we would have left off in this episode, I would have been fine. I would have been fine. <laughs> I'm not picking one. Should we talk about the hundredth episode? I, I, yeah, I, 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 was, I was gonna say. Um, I would say my favorite episodes. What was the episode before the hundredth episode? That was um, um the one on the train. The train. Um, I just call it the one on the train. <laughs> One on the train. Oh, yeah. Anybody remember the name of the one on the train? Need for Speed. Need for speed. Yes, oh. I would say Need for Speed or the hundredth episode of Legends are my, are, are, would be my peak um, for season seven because I do because I like the kind of I do like that episode because you kind of get started with the plot of season like oh oh over is this okay but also it's a very I feel like Legends, it's it was a very good check your privilege episode. I find, I find it was. I feel like it's like you. Some of those episodes, it's hard to see like a check your privilege. It's more we we more see racial inequalities um, or other inequalities occurring. But it was a nice check your privilege episode for Nate. I feel like it was really focused on. There was a good focus on that, which I like seeing. Also, uh, you know what um, really appreciated that um and i'll talk about the gary stuff because i'm going to um and also i picked 100 episode because um first of all i'm very thankful we actually got to 100 episodes that's a stroke of luck i think for us but it was a nice reflection to go back and see how gideon got to where she is now because this is the first season we actually were lucky enough to have Amy in the flesh performing as Gideon rather than just the voice above us. And she's amazing. She's incredible. And just seeing that journey and just seeing the legends of past go by and hearing those words of encouragement they gave to Gideon when she was the one who has always been guiding them and helping them along and i'm so, sorry i'm getting a little worked up here no we're was, good this is why we're doing this at, at the same time because i feel like not everyone got it not because as we've seen that not everyone gets their happy ending not everyone on the ship got a happy ending it's it's it, it's real and raw people died yeah saving the timeline and it felt like this episode was that last send off to yeah. them, almost watch, almost encouraging her on having Gideon take the tour. She's ha- she's been she's truly been a legend since season one, but yes, now she, she this was like you are human. You can now interact. You're not restricted to a ship. You can live. 
and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. You're like, no, I like Demoninator. Yeah. Hilarious. Pure legend song goodness. I loved it so much. I'm so glad we got that episode. Definitely fixed point. Yeah. 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 And this is where I confess. Sorry, we said Brown hasn't seen season seven. Hey, I've seen up to episode 100. Oh, off my back. I I just know everything that happened because there's no life. We're sorry. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I, I know everything. I know okay. everything. The Legends fandom has never been quiet a day in their life. And so, like, I know I know everything that happened. I was like, I am catching up. I just, uh, life was kicking my ass a little bit. No, that's I'm fine. Up. I've seen the 100th episode, and I agree with everything that Kate said. Like, it's just such a beautiful send off for all the characters that have come. Um, it was so great to see Nora again, obviously, for me. To see Len again was huge for me. Oh, yes, to see, I love. We got to see a new Carter, which nobody liked Carters. I have to. I, oh, did anybody God. like Carter? Nobody hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, but, I but. feel yeah. The actor's lovely. I'm. I'm not saying that oh. he was lovely when he did that in Con, but like he, I feel like he actually had fun for the first time in that, that episode. In shorts. I thought. They they should have let Falk have more time to play around mm-hmm. the show. Honestly, yes. if I, I can write, I one, I got listening. Yeah, I loved him but, and Wentworth Miller. Sorry, fighting. Back to yeah, like when when we coming back was so special because he said very openly on like he used to do like his Q and A's on Facebook when he when he wasn't hiding in a cave or whatever he does now, um, but he said in one of them. I would love to come back as Lena Snar, but only if it's something that's meaningful and it matters. And he stuck to it and he came back for the 100th episode to be like, I'm here, I'm definitely queer. Because <laughs> he also said, he said, yeah. I will never play a straight. Um, I have no clue what any of the names of the episodes are, but I like that one with the time travel and they go back and then they start <laughs> fucking things up. That was Oh, uh, oh yeah, I love to- that episode. Wait, wait, yeah. right, the one that they were trying to kill Franz Ferdinand, that one? Well, that one as well, but I was thinking the one where, um... Was it the Chernobyl one? The, 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 every single episode, they accidentally fuck up time. That's what I was going to say, you just described every episode. <laughs> I, I, know that, I literally just summed up the entire series of Legends. You did, it was like, you did. There was this one time when they went back, back and the fucked up time <laughs> my favorite thing is people tweeting the one clip that's been going around of like wow legends has been canceled we'll never get this again is the one where um, Rod is gonna kill Barack Obama. Obama so favorite villains people Bishop Bishop. Bishop. <laughs> I was gonna say is Bishop actually a villain though no, yes he like, is a bad person I'm not gonna woobify Bishop I but I don't care I would like him to get worse, and <laughs> I support him in getting worse. I would have good to... Bishop was younger Bishop, so it's not the evil Bishop. It was young Bishop. I so. can make him worse. I can. <laughs> Look, I we, would... we we ship Bishop now. Thanks, internet. Thank I don't you, know internet. Where I, came from. I think it was like I think it was from Avalanche fandom, but thank you. I don't know if it was a joke or not. And then I just started seeing people say Richard. It always starts as a joke. It always starts yeah, as a joke. True. Yeah, this is how I started sudden... actually. So yeah, that's okay, fair. Okay. Go ahead. I would say, um, okay, to sign up, my favorite antagonist is Kuasa, who deserved better. Yeah. I will die on this hill. Um I'll talk about that in, in later on, though. But I would list. I would say yes. Agreed about Bishop. He was excellent. Um, I kind of also um, Vandal. I mean, Vandal Savage gets a shout out because that's how we all started. Yes, he was Ooh. ridiculous, but it, but you know what? It, you gotta love ridiculous sometimes. We will always say, say my favorite. I really enjoyed the Legion of Doom and yes. because here's it was a, like we knew two gay dads that. arguing because you had John Barrowman and we knew what Eobard was capable of. We knew what Damien was capable of, and seeing that Eobard bring those three of them together, 
and actually succeed in making the world their own and being pretty and they were brutal it was absolutely brutal i, I do what they did the, they, killed, uh, they killed off the they, yeah. killed, they killed off the hero they killed off the heroes we knew and then they started taking out um the ones of this timeline and it was it was truly the darkest timeline and yeah that, and they even good. though they all met their ends it was it was kind of like an all-star team of, of villains coming to legends i will appreciate the uh chemistry of neil and uh john for that because literally it was like a couple yes. arguing while like ian parts like no no well, they were like you've also got to know behind the scenes they should have been singing and dancing and then yeah, suddenly it's true it's true it was like seriously and then you had like be. you had evil led in the midst of like i will antagonize all you to hell and when do i get you. to rob a bank <laughs> pretty much pretty much he was the Those antagonist star cameos in season two were gold <laughs> they really were <laughs> uh so we're gonna wrap up yeah.